Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. What up, what up? Hey, guys. And all my DCH fans, Wells is in the house. Hello. All of the Wells are in the house. All the Wells. All of them. All of, Wells. All of them. What's so, happening? Yeah. N- nothing for me, so don't even bother. Oh, yeah. yeah the whole, uh, has anybody done anything fun since last time? No cool. Roll oh, call. Done. Oh, awesome. hey, hold on. Hold on now. Now, 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 now. I are did. Meow? Go out. I'll, I'll say twice. Whoa. But, like, it kind of sort of doesn't really count count, you know? So maybe it really only counts as once. So okay. um, Divine Barrel had a four can, uh, four, four new beer drop, or four newly available beers drop uh, this last week. And it just so happened uh, Birdsong was releasing Blackbird. Last week, the uh, lemon sour with black tea. Yeah, so big. like the Arnold Palmer yes. beer thing. Yes, big fan of that one. Um, so I took Thursday afternoon off and, and ran up to both places. And uh, I, I have like, so I've looked in Divine Barrel. I haven't been in a brewery since pretty Almost much everything started. was started locking down and nobody was letting anybody in. And now it's, you're kind of starting to get allowed to get into some of those and so I got to Birdsong, I bought my cans. I'm like, oh, I have a pour while I'm here. I'm at Birdsong, I've got to have a pour. You know, I'm sitting at a bench and, man, it was kind of sad. Like, how like, so? It's just, well, I mean, to be fair, it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. So, like, there's me and... There's sad problem number yeah, one. There, there's me and a couple people that had the shakes walking in. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I was about to say. It's, it's a whole thing, right? But, I mean, like, there, you know... I, I wasn't expecting there to be a huge crowd, but it just, like, everything was so spread apart, and, you know, the peanuts are gone, you know, and I'm just like, ugh, this is such a bummer. But I get it. I mean, at least they can be open, but... Right. I mean, and to me, sadly, that sounds like my dream situation to where, like, you aren't even allowed to come near me. Yeah. Stay the fuck away, and yeah. yet I have been the one that has not gone in to a single brewery since all this. Started. You've been social distancing since before it was cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I still continue to do so. so. Something fun going on on the weekend? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, dog. What, was there something on TV? Did I miss it? It's, everything's streaming now. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a, a bit of a roller coaster week, or roller coaster day, really. Um, you know, so we took our oldest back up to college, or back up to, up to college, you know, first year, uh, a couple Sundays ago, and kids are starting to come back. This last week was the first week of classes. And they're getting all sorts of clusters of cases popping up. Oh, yeah. And you don't say. Yeah. What, you know, and so, like, it's weird because, you know, the campus is trying to figure out what to do. You know, and so they just announced, like, an hour and a half ago that they're going to all remote learning. No more in-class anything. Like, that was the problem. You know, so maybe your next move is going to be, let's kick all the kids off campus because that's what the problem is. You know, and so if you shut down your campus... But the cases still increase because some college kids want to party. Mm-hmm. I don't they know what like you do. to party. Yeah, I don't know what you do about that. It's going to be real interesting to see what happens for all these other schools that are just now getting all their kids back, too. So, Well, they won't be getting all their kids back in second semester because some will be dead. Could be. Well, no, no, no. Now, hold on. Uh, eighteen to twenty-four year olds—they don't—they uh, don't have it so bad. That's what I keep hearing. Oh, oh right? my yeah. god! Yeah, so, yeah. They—they so they don't—they don't get COVID. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, whatever. It's bad. Be safe. Wear a mask. Socially distanced. All that stuff. I mean, like, they don't just keep beating that drum because it's some conspiracy theory. Like, just be considerate, people. Hey, yeah. speaking of inconsiderate... Oh, sorry. I don't know if that's well, the right lead. For the, I, I'm no. going into these stories blind because I saw a couple of the headlines. And I'm like, no, no. I, I want to be able to have, like, knee-jerk, gut-take, hot-take <laughs> reactions to some of these. So you guys remember, oh gosh, was it three years ago that Greg Cook stepped down as the CEO, went on a sabbatical, or was yes, that a couple yes. of years ago? This is when he went to go play baseball, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he, he went to Raleigh, went to play for the Durham Bulls or whatever, and you know, all that good stuff. Durham Bulls. <clears throat> Durham Bulls. Well, uh, they had a new CEO that came in, and he has now... Step down. Interesting. I wonder if this has anything at all to do with Greg is a loose cannon we cannot shut up. You mean the douchebaggery that's been going on, maybe? Or, you know, I can't help but wonder. What, What can you not help but wonder? You know, I just, during his tenure, for better or worse, is is... When I kind of stopped drinking stone for the most part, maybe their shtick had just kind of run a little uh, thin. But Lung in the gargoyle's tooth? Yeah, but but boy, yeah. So it joined in early September 2016. Um, but I don't know. Well, and so a couple of things to mention. Uh, when he took over... That's when Stone tried to do their big pushes into opening the brewery in Germany and other markets overseas. They started their little spat with Miller. And then, obviously, most famously, as we've talked about last couple of episodes, where they started shitting on some small little Kentucky brewery. Which, to me, I mean, I feel like... So the legal arm piece of it, I'm sure this guy had some input on, but I'm not sure I would put that at his feet. The... Terrible PR that has become Stone. I don't know is necessarily his fault. That's Greg not knowing how to shut up. Germany, he's going to have some say in. But again, I feel like I feel like the problem here is Greg Cook. I would tend to agree with you. To be honest with you, the, um, the old co-founder is going to take over as the interim CEO for at least the time being, and then the full pint posted a little think piece as well about kind of what's been going on at stone and so do they have a rationale for why stone's beer is no longer interesting okay nope they don't they really don't um and i will tell you i did believe it or not because again uh, i've kind of gone back to grocery land beer for a little bit to to save some money and when you're trying to do that your game is trying to find the freshest thing that's in the grocery store. And sure. sometimes that oh, yeah, can I be, played that game. Well, good luck with that. That can be really hard if you're not buying local. Buying local is fairly simple. It's yeah. like, okay, I what know. What just came out? Yeah, what just came out? Or I know who stocks those end ca- caps. I've seen the delivery driver. His his truck just happened to pull off. Right. I wonder who got a fresh shipment of Triple C Baby Maker in there. Mm-hmm. So that stuff's safe, but when you get outside of that and you're trying to get into the national realm, then it starts to get a little dicey. So, of course, you know, I'm always going to date check, just like I always have. I will say that is one nice thing, at least in my opinion. And when I say a, a beer shop, I don't mean a total wine or a big box. I'm talking more like a yeah. local place. It's like a boutique stop. I don't need to even bother checking dates. Like yeah. 
I know what this shit is. It's fresh. When you're comfortable with your place, yes. Yes. That's a good point. Not, not all small bottle shops are made the same. Yeah, valid point, valid point. But that is also, 100% true. But I would also argue if you are in your regular shop regularly enough, you're going to look at that one really dusty four-pack of uh-huh. Cisco Brewing whatever and saying, I, I don't remember seeing too much of that around here. That doesn't... Yeah, who? That doesn't feel like... <laughs> I remember when Cisco Brewing was the thing around here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thong song. So... I don't know. The thing, well, you may have a different take on this, but the thing that I took away from this sink piece is nobody really knows what's going on at Stone. Like, apparently, the wheels have kind of fallen off the wagon, and we need to. Yeah. We need to reset. Or Stone does, I should say. But I mean, basically, you know, they've taken private equity money, they've, uh, you know, sued Miller Coors, they've closed down their Berlin location. It's like, they seem like a a rudderless ship at the moment. Just adrift, and you know, they're hoping that, you know, this this branding, you know, that they'll be able to get some people back. Like, but I I just don't know. Man, I feel like it's too late for that. Well, and, and so to finish my story, so in the grocery store, looking at, I've got two national breweries in front of me, Firestone Walker, yep, and Stone, the Stone Twelve Mix Pack IPA thing or whatever they normally sell. That was two weeks old, so pretty fresh, if you ask me. The Firestone Walker was a month old. What do you think I went with? Firestone Walker. Yep, because <laughs> I'm like, it's a month old. It's still fine. And fuck you, Stone. Yeah, it's I, just I, too many distractions. Like I don't want to think about what dumb shit. They've done today. It's or who they've been suing or what they're lying about now. Oh, God, it's like describing anyway. But it's just that level of like, great, here they go again. So and so doesn't know how to keep their damn mouth shut. And it's, yeah. And it just takes away, you know, something that should be pleasurous, like drinking a beer. And instead, it's like, I'm distracted and fed up. Yeah, exactly. It's no longer interesting to drink their boring beer. And I feel like they got to this point. I know we've kind of talked around this a lot before, but I feel like they out-innovated themselves. You know, every single day, they strayed further and further away. And eventually, they got to a point where, like, you've heard me say, I kind of miss the days of the $9, 10% West Coast IPA bomber. I was at a big box store a week or two ago saw some stone stuff and I'm like I just wonder and I looked and like it was all just like weird shit yeah none of it was normal like can I just get some regular beer are you guys capable of making regular beer and don't tell me stone IPA like I know that's out there if I wanted to drink stone IPA to drink stone IPA yeah but just give me like a regular again what the, the back ruin, ruination was super clear and meant something and even now it's like eh we've given up it's hazy bro Hazy ruination. Yeah. Unfiltered. I'm sorry. Not hazy. Yeah, yeah. Unfiltered. It's unfiltered. Yeah, because that's. Whatever. Hey, like, like we, we used to really bust on the hazy movement because it felt so, so lazy, right? Like, oh, well, you know, they're just throwing stuff, like, like, especially like the super flocked, like, oh, they're throwing flour in it or whatever the stuff, you know, we'd always come up with these crazy ideas or what was actually going in there. But like, unfiltered literally means we took a step out. Cool. 
Yeah. Thanks. How much Thanks of this for can that. I fit in my cart? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay leaving them alone. Maybe they'll get bought soon and we can play. Are you buying them? Well, and I was going to say, I guess that's one other point I'll make about the, the uh, equity in that think piece is that, you know, you look at Oscar Blues and some of these other places that have done this, taking private equity loans, typically, not always, but can mean signs of selling. Yep. And we're now four years into Stone taking this private equity money, so... Yep. And that was about the time Oscar Blues started getting shopped around. So yeah. who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, three to four years is pretty <laughs> typical. Yep. They want to return, and I, I find it hard to believe that Stone is performing better than they did two to three years ago. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I highly doubt it. Uh, <clears throat> that might actually be what ends up happening. So there's private equity in there, and they may come in and say, look, we got this guy out. Greg's next. We're going to need you to leave. It's very possible. And he's going to say, I can't leave. I own the company. And they'd be like, you don't watch a lot of movies, do you? He's going to get... He, oh, God. I can only imagine how batshit insane that could end up. Like That post, that, that first blog post after oh, his God. NDA clears. Yeah. You're not allowed to say anything about stone brewing for the next 82 years. <laughs> he grows his hair and his nails long. Yeah. And he collects all his... Piss in a jar. Jars, yep. He just goes. I figured he just deep freeze himself until like eighty years are up, and then you know, come back out and be like, okay, here's what I got to say. And everybody's like, what's beer? Yeah, who? Huh? We've all moved on to this wait, weed wait, wait, thing. Wait, is that that thing my great 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 grandparents used to drink? I remember beer. So we've talked about tariffs before. Yes, mm-hmm. tariffs are super what? interesting, super exciting. What what are tariffs? In case somebody doesn't know, that's another word for taxes. It's just taxes. Uh, aluminum has been getting taxed. And that, of course, at least partially drove up the price of some of our locally made beers and nationally made beers in a can because everything's in a fucking can anymore. That's right. Can't do bottles. Yep. Got to do cans. Yep. Got to do cans. Has to be it. Uh, so, of course, what happens when you, the brewer, has to pay more for things? Then, of course, that cost gets passed on to us, the consumer. I didn't see a huge, huge spike in things, but I did notice a little bit of a spike. Well, it was more just aluminum being in short supply. That too. I mean, they're talking about certain national like soda brands. They're just unable to get like Dr. Pepper cans. Any like, I don't know, that randomly popped in my head, but no, that happened. Absolutely, it did. But you know, there's already a squeeze on supply because we aren't making enough of it here. And won't, even if we started like ramping up production, we'd still be lagging behind by a few years. But anyway, President Trump decided to end an exception on Canadian-made aluminum cans, or aluminum in general. So they, they did have an exception to the tariff, and he just ended that exception and expect the aluminum price to go up 10% on aluminum from Canada. Like, great. Awesome. As if we weren't being squeezed enough right now. Right. Let's just... God. Yeah, let's just keep keep tightening everything up. I mean, it, it, it's a 10% tax. It shouldn't... You shouldn't see that much of an increase, but at the same time coming when, you know, a lot of people are not having jobs currently and breweries are hurting because people can't go and hang out and, you know, buy... Or drink things on premise, or trying to herd you out, or get you out as quick as you can. Yeah, take your four pack and get the hell off my property yeah. Leave. before I pump your guts full of lead. 
Leave now. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to continue to see raises and four packs. And it, well, the, what really sucks is that I think it's going to be really tough for the the small brewery that is that knows deep down they really can't charge fourteen ninety nine for their year round flagship beer. Yeah, <clears throat> you're not going to get. 15 bucks a four pack for a brown ale. So, you know, like that's going to put a pinch on these breweries and it's going to make it really tough for a lot of them to survive. So does that push everybody into making more experimental one-offs hoping for the best? And, you know, because it's new and it's different, they can charge more because we're all gluttons for punishment when it comes to that, because I feel like we are. Oh, we are hundred percent. I, you know, kind of to your, your point about being at the store and picking one over the other, I mean, I could be looking at two of them, and one's a flagship that I know I can trust, another one's something brand new from somebody I don't even know, and it's $5 a four-pack more, and I'm like, seriously considering this. Yeah. The hell is wrong with me? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, but... Yeah. Well, when we've said it time and time again, we get the market we deserve, and... <clears throat> you ain't wrong. We were guilty of doing, and I was especially guilty of doing some of that stupid shit of... Oh, it's new. It's shiny. It's twenty five bucks for a four pack. Okay, sure. Why not? Hey, it's a new Yolo. It's a new beer from Evil Twin that has eighty three words in the title. Must have twenty six ninety nine. Yep, they exactly. Charged by the word. They do. You didn't know this. Now you do. Uh, the other thing that's interesting, really quickly before we move on from this article, um, is it talks about how the price of aluminum is set. It's actually called this Midwest something. Or hold on. Uh, yes, the greater Midwest something. The, the Midwest premium is what they call it. And basically, it's kind of... That's what you, that's what you get charged for me being here, the Midwest yes, premium. the Midwest premium. It kind of obfuscates how much aluminum, aluminum actually costs because it kind of factors in all these different things that mm-hmm. maybe typically aren't there. And We wh- want to charge what we want to charge. Yeah. We're going to OPEC control supply... So that we can influence demand and keep our prices high. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So, who knows? Maybe we'll see a change. And I mean, I guess the other thing that could happen is these breweries could say, hey, fuck it, we're done with cans. Let's go yep. back to, to bottles. Yeah. Or they just quit canning. If you're a strong, I mean, it's really tough because. But then you, what? Yeah, I was just saying. I would, I'm already backtracking my own statement because, like, it's not like they can get foot traffic in. Yeah, not right now. In at least half the country, they can't. That's for damn sure. Bring back the growlers, y'all. You know, yep. and hear me out. Maybe y'all start selling more Sixtles. There you go. I've offered to buy two Sixtles from two breweries as of late, and we're kind of summarily turned down on both because it was a special batch. And I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. That's fine. You're not you're not kegging anything. I get it. That's fine. It's your prerogative. Yeah. Just seems like it'd be a better option for you. Yeah. That's true. All right, what else you got? In well, oh, I was going to say Come on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead Wells before we we get into this. I, I this is uh this is Jeff having a problem with the uh the next article. Um so we've all heard of White Claw, right? Uh, there's no laws. There, we've talked about on the show how Topo Chico's getting into the seltzer market. Woo-hoo! 
Everybody's light seltzer and well, something has just happened to uh, Shiner. Yeah. Um, um, they've got a grapefruit seltzer. I'm already in. Man, I ain't gonna lie. Wild cherry, grapefruit and lime, lemonade, and mango flavored craft brewed hard seltzer. Yes. Finally, our long national nightmare of no Shiner seltzer is over. I, like This is one of those times where I almost wish we had that bumper from Ryan from back in the day saying, if you're getting into X at this point to make money, it's already too late. Yep. Like I feel like we're starting to get to the top of the hill when it comes to hard seltzers. Although I did see a great billboard for one that was advertising and, and their hook was... Uh, we're, we're the only one that has vitamin C. Cool. So you, you, you crushed up a vitamin in there? I can't wait for the <laughs> asbestos-free hard seltzer. Right. Yeah. We're the only one guaranteed certified asbestos-free. Uh, you know, I'll never forget when I first started seeing these things. You know, my favorite thing that was on them. These nuts? Gluten-free. Gluten-free, yes. Well, I mean, that is, you know... So, so you talk about charging a premium. You have a box of cereal. It costs $4. You put gluten-free on it, you charge 5 Costs no more than the others do, I'm assuming. But yep. that one's gluten-free. And I get it. If you have a gluten sensitivity, gluten allergy, like that's your lifeline. Yeah. You're going to pay more. Yep. Because unfortunately, there's too many people that are taking advantage of the idea of being gluten-free instead of actually oh, needing to stay gluten-free. Yeah. But I digress. Welcome to Dietary Cast. <sighs> that's right. And welcome to Hard Seltzer Cast, because apparently seltzer. that's all we ever talk about anymore. Okay, okay, so can we, all right, can we all just make a gentleman's agreement right now? That when Topo Chico Hard Seltzer comes when, out, when, we're trying when, it. When the opportunity comes to get both Topo Chico and Shiner, doesn't have to be both. But if we can get both of them at the same time, a full seltzer show, I don't even want to do buy, no buy. <laughs> oh, no, we do, we do <laughs> buy, no buy. We do oh, no, buy no, no I will buy. tell you what I think. I just am not going to be buying any of them. Yeah. No, we will roll them dice. So let me add some sugar into some water. Just like sugar and water. And then let me ferment this what sugar you, you, water. What, would you want egger? And then... It's like an egger suit. And then cut sugar, sugar and water. More. <laughs> More. Uh, yeah, that, that one really... I mean, again... I haven't really had that much of an opinion of Shiner for a long time. I can't really tell you the last time I had a Bach or anything from them, really. Yeah, I was so going to say, what was really like, weird is when they started, like, I, growing up where I did, I was very familiar with Shiner Bach. Yeah. That's all I really knew about them. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing them, like, make IPAs and shit. I'm like, oh, black you? and tan. I'm like, what are you doing? Like a black and tan in one can. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, just fucking stick to your Bach and let's call it a day. Stay in your lane, bro. Come on, bruh. Stay in your lane. Uh, yeah, speaking of staying in your lane. Well, this is getting out of their lane, and, and I, I really want this. Yeah, so uh, the homeboys of Boulevard, they are finally getting into making the whiskeys, which mm. seems to be a kind of fairly common move once you get to a certain size as a brewery is like, fuck it, we're just going to make a distillery, too, while we're here. Cause well, they're the making process. their own. They've, they've partnered with somebody else. Well, that's normally the first step, it, yeah. though, into... On the decision wheel that you spin at the beginning yeah. of every Monday, one of the slots is, let's start making hard alcohol. The other one is hard seltzer. Yep. I'm happy they went this route. I am, too. Because at least, you know, say you've got some uh, 
of your wheat beer that just didn't quite move and you've got like pallets and pallets and pallets of it, screw it. Why don't you distill it and transform it, turn it into something else rather than just damn dumping it down the drain. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're making fresh beer and and doing this. If, if I were them, I would, I would use that as a a great way of getting rid of some inventory. Oh yeah. But hell man, I would, I'm super ISO Boulevard's whiskeys. Like, yeah, I am too. And just wait until they decide to pull like a new Holland and then they like distill their beer and then they age that beer in the distilled barrels and then like yes, release it. I mean like Dragon's Milk. Come on. Dragon's Milk whiskey and Dragon's Milk. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just really looking forward to this. Yeah, I am too. As, as, as the Boulevard Homer, I am very, very happy to see this and hopefully that this does... Lead to them to say, deciding, hey, we're going to make our own hooch. So, as as someone who has a dabbling interest in bourbon, I've got like three that I like, maybe four. You mean whiskey? Because bourbon. Well, all right. L- let me get there. Let me get semantics. There. Yes. Oh, these are Kentucky bourbons. One's Virginia. So. Where is a single malt, I'm assuming? Where, where is a malt whiskey going to differ from a bourbon? It's not brewed in the fine state of Kentucky. Oh, okay. That's it's about not, it. It's not 50% corn in the mash, at least. It's, oh, yeah, good point. It's got to be yeah, corn mash. I forgot about that. I mean, it's it it's all comes down to flavor profile, I guess, of what you like. Like, I love a good rye whiskey. Like, that's yeah. probably one of my favorite whiskeys. Uh would prefer it over a bourbon any any time, but then there's times where, you know, maybe I'm on a ginger ale kick and I would rather just have some cheaply made bourbon and some ginger ale and call good. But yep. if I'm drinking straight, it's normally going to be a whiskey or a rye whiskey. Hmm. All right. Very rarely. But then, like, you also, but then you tend to gravitate more towards scotch. True. <clears throat> and that's where I kind of, I guess, learn to appreciate the taste of whiskeys. Mm. Okay. Okay. Because to me, they're not all that dissimilar. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, it's all in a similar wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. And so you start learning to drink a, you know, a scotch straight. All of a sudden, whiskey is not so bad. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> especially like, if it's an evil uh, rare. Especially when you bought that bottle and now you got to get all the way through it. Yeah. Well, and especially like if it's something like Eagle, love it. Eagle Rare or yeah. some of that expensive shit, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, there ain't nothing going in that, but maybe an ice cube. I wouldn't call rare expensive. It's just hard to get. It's still not cheap. At least here. I know you can get it. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm picking it up for the same prices that I'd pick up Woodford. Yeah. So. I was going to say, here it's fucking expensive. Or the High West shit is expensive too. Or so yeah. is Buffalo Trace. It's like, Jesus. Mm, Buffalo Trace. Oh, that's that's good so good. That's right. I like, do like Buffalo Trace. Okay. Maybe I like more bourbons than I let on. So, yeah. it It's weird how I am super excited for. Um, Boulevard to make their first whiskey release. Meanwhile, uh, Southern Tier is adding pumpkin whiskey, and I'm like, I couldn't be less interested in this. Oh, you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. You don't want pumpkin whiskey? No. Why not? I, mean, I don't know but, why I'm talking. But that's choice, also but. like a great way for them to get rid of like old pumpkin that didn't quite sell from the year before. Nice. Uh, yeah. That's fucking gross. Like, 
So since some of this stuff makes a good sense. Some of this stuff makes a not a good sense. This is a not good sense. All right. So as somebody that has tried some of these, um, who is it? Kettle One. They made these like fruit infused vodkas. I don't know if you guys have tried them. There's like sure haven't. No. Grapefruit infused. There's I don't remember what the fuck it. And they're not bad. They're not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But it's almost like a lacroix where the fruit says, <laughs> "Hello." I'm kind of here, maybe halfway, and not really. And now I'm sitting there imagining this is just going to taste like a pumpkin farted and as it went by on the canning line or, or the bottling line. Or it could be the complete opposite, and this could be like pumpkin central, which to me, like, I don't... That under- sounds like my worst nightmare ever. Like, like it, 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 in my head, though, I can see in the boardroom where this all happens... Hey, you know what's popular? Fireball. Cinnamon-flavored whiskey. You guys, we have cinnamon in our pumpkin beer. People love pumpkin because we sell tons of it every year. And somebody's like, yeah, but we buy it all back. (laughs) Shut up, Clarence. Damn it, Gary. (laughs) Throws him out the window. What if, you guys, now we've got all this extra pumpkin beer (laughs) that, that Clarence bought back because he's an idiot. By the way, we just fired Clarence. What if we made it into whiskey? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna vomit. I mean, come on. This has got to be like back sweetened. Like there's no way it retains all of the original pumpkin characteristics post-distillation of buttery cream pumpkin pie spice and pie crust. Like, no, I promise you. They're going to have to do something on the back end post-distillation. Yeah, to, they let to a get pumpkin fart into it. Say, so here you uh, go. I, this is one of those, like, I am, like, just so curious to try this, but I am loaded for bear to shit on it. Imagine liking LaCroix. All right. Yeah, um, I don't, don't know. No, this is, like, one of those... Hey, science, you know, you, you never thought this would happen, but apparently it fucking happened. They were so happens. preoccupied with whether or not they could. They didn't stop to think about whether or not they should. And, and I guess the good thing, well, I, fuck, I don't even know because they're fucking headquartered here now. I was about to say, good thing is we'll never see this. Oh, no, we'll see it. Yeah, now we'll fucking see it now that I think about it because they're fucking here. And it's probably going to be like only at our store and then they'll get in trouble for that. And who knows? Well, yeah, because they couldn't. Well, no, could they? It's like, all right, dumb question, because, again, I haven't really left the house since March. Could Great Wagon Wagon could Great Wagon Road could they sell hooch there or do I have to buy it from the ABC store? Um, you have been able to buy directly from distillers now for a few years. Okay, um, so so let's pretend this monstrosity was made here in the city. Then I could go buy it from Brewers at Yancey. But why? To make you guys suffer. I think I'm sick that day. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. I mean, either leg- before or definitely after. <laughs> Legit, I will buy this to make you suffer. You are a monster. You are a very special kind of monster. Yes, I and am. And you are wearing your Skeletor shirt. So, like, uh-huh. it only makes sense that we would get the evil cackling. Yeah. And you were talking really high-pitched a while ago. So uh-huh. I kind of feel like there's a theme, Josh's Skeletor. 
It might be. You never yeah. know. You got too you much facial hair for Scott. I swear, swear if they true. actually make like a pumpkin spice white claw, I'm going to die. How didn't they? Didn't they so already first, do that? I, thought, I think it's a. I think it was a joke. Okay. First off, don't give them ideas. Secondly, <laughs> copyright 2020 craft cast. Third, you know they've already got it in the pipeline. You know it's coming. Oh yeah, this year exclusive. I've already, I've already seen Oktoberfest beer. Well, yeah. Oh no, pumpkin beer is already available too on places. Yeah. And no, this is not as bad as we've seen pumpkin beer in years past. There was one year where pumpkin showed up in Pennsylvania in June. June, you know, happy first day of summer. Yeah, here's your fucking pumpkin beer. Yep. Well, I Which can remember when, when when Jeff and I used to work in a building that was next to a fancy Harris Theater, and we would walk in there, and it'd be late August or uh-huh. even sometimes early August. Late and July. Fucking pumpkin just sitting there. Cases like, of pumpkin. One like, per person. Yep. Because, like, that was ever the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Never had anybody come up and be like, hey, man, would you mind buying this for me? Never once. <laughs> Not even. I don't know. I don't like hung around there just like waiting for somebody to approach me, but nobody ever did. Whatever. <sighs> uh, fuck it. Fuck it all. Are we ready for break? After this? Yes, indeed. Yes. All right. We'll be back at 30. It's time for Bite and Buy. Yeah. How does that work? Bite and Buy, we will talk about the beers that we have been drinking through the show. And I know this comes as a surprise to you, new listeners. But we drink beer as we're talking through the show, which is why uh, typically when we record back-to-back episodes, the second one's a lot more fun. Beer gets in the system, loosen up a little bit. Yeah, we get a little squirrely. A little squirrely, more things happen. But uh, we're going to talk about the beers that we have been drinking through the show, what we liked, what we didn't like. Would we buy it or would we not buy it? We don't try and say it's like 4.7392 stars. You know, we don't give something, you know, to 23 digits of pi. It's yes or it's no. Because when you're in front of the, uh, front of your cooler case at your local grocer and you're trying <laughs> to figure out which one do I go with, one of them you're going to buy, one of them you're not going to buy. Well, That's unless right. you're buying two, in which case maybe you buy two, and then you don't buy the other one. It happens. So moving into tonight's offerings, up first, uh, one of the aforementioned new can drops from Divine Barrel. This is the Richard Flair Chess Chop. Woo! Sorry. I, I know. Um, there's so much I love about this can to begin with. First off, just the art is super great. Um, but this is a West Coast style pale ale. And um, the first time I had it, I'm like, man, this thing drinks super light. It's like really crushable for an IPA. And then I looked at it closer. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, it's a pale ale. But it's like 5.8%. I mean, it's not nothing. Yeah. Um, it is easy drinking. It is quaffable. It is tasty. It is thin in body, but I'm down with that. This... Uh, has a nice chest chop full of uh, hops. Big fan of this one. Uh, actually went back out and bought more today. Because not only did I like it, my wife was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's really good. I like that. I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> this, is a, 
this is a West Coast style. You're not supposed to like these. These are for me. She's like, no, no, I, I like that. I would drink some more. And I'm like, don't. Well, I guess I'm going back to Divine Barrel. And I kind of like cringed for a second. She's like, all right, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, sidetracking, not into the buy, no buy. But then I, I next up poured one of the uh, uh, Leadfield snowshoes. And she's like, that looks kind of the same. And I'm like, damn it. No, no, no. I'm like, this is different. It's, it's, an, it's a West Coast IPA. It's a bitter boy. You won't like it. She took a drink and she's like, Mmm, I like this one better. Like, <laughs> Whoops. So first off, had a good run. First off, my wife. Second off, I'm like, I'm super excited about this. So I'm like, okay, I'm going back. I'm getting more of all of these. And I got a bunch of cans sitting out in the truck. So uh, Richard Flair, Chest Chop, big buy for me. Bought it twice. Wells, what do you think about this one? Look, it's a hoppy offering from Divine Barrel. So you know it's going to be good. But but yeah, it, it's it's West Coast. It's it's got nice bitterness without, you know, the bitterness just makes you want to reach for a second one rather than put the glass down. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just a quaffable. I like that word, yeah, man. It's a good word. It's it's a good word. Like five point eight percent. I don't want to say sessionable, right? Because like I feel like that's so overused too. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what does that even mean, really? Sessionable. sessionable. You can second. have multiple in a session. Or you Get can out. have multiple sessions. I mean, for that matter. Get out. <laughs> well, so yeah. It's it's hops from Devon. I can mean, have multiple barbecue ribs, you know, in one sitting. That doesn't make ribs sessionable, does it? Right? I can eat like three hamburgers. Does that mean that's sessionable too? No, that means you're fat. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, Josh, what do you Josh, think? What do you, what do you think uh, so now I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit. Yeah. Just Tell me touch. why, Josh. Uh, because Jeff was polite enough to say, "Hey, I'm going to Divine." You want me to pick you anything up? And I'm like, well, I haven't really had it yet. Maybe I don't like it. It's very possible. Maybe I hate it. And then he stuck with a four-pack of it. Aww. Maybe he hated it, too. Aww. I don't know. Yeah, That yeah. has happened, but not this time. Right. And so it's just like, well, I don't want to put that pressure on him. I don't want to put that pressure on no. me. He looked, can you pick these up? Yes, I can pick those up. And I was like, ah, don't worry about it. And I'm like, God damn, do you got me? I've, I've got, you know what? Yeah. I've got a couple in the, in the truck. I'll, all right. We're going right. to work all something right. out. Uh, yeah. I, I have turned away from IPAs a little bit lately, kind of getting back into just the plain old pale ale stuff. Yep. So I've gotten burnt out on hazies and Yeah. It was it's it's been a nice break not drinking hazy beer after hazy beer after yes. hazy beer. And that was my fault for falling into that trap and I will be the first person well, I blame you, you son of a bitch, because you got I, me there. It's but not then like I, I kind of made took, you keep going. Then I kind of took my own journey without you. And now I'm kind of like coming back to reality and going, man, these clear boys, they good. So, yeah, bye. All right, next beer up. Uh, next beer up, um, uh, Klaxon Sounds. We have, a, we have a, a Chuck sighting. Yeah, he even was bold enough to tweet. He's putting everything on the line. Yeah, um, and, and I'll say this, too. Like He, uh, he pinged me earlier, and he's like, so uh, am I getting my own show, or are you going to split my stuff up against a couple of different shows? And I'm like, we're splitting it up, okay? Like, get over yourself, number one, Chuck. You're not that cool, bro. We appreciate the fact that folks like Chuck will send us beer to have on the show. Yeah, 100%. Never going to, to you know, bemoan any of that or, or, or trash him for that particular reason. We will trash him for sending us shit beer, though, which unfortunately, you know, is, is kind of a thing that happens. Yeah, and it used to be way more than not. It was a shit beer. Yeah. Um, so first Chuck beer up is from Savannah River. Um, and it's their smash attack. 
has a very uh, Super Smash Bros. kind of looking art on the can. Um, yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Fun beer. Uh, Smash, if you're not familiar, single malt, single hop. Uh, this one, I think it might have been on Untapped. I don't remember what the actual... Um, malt and hop on it. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. But, um, you know, this is fine. Uh, Smash beers aren't my jam per se, but uh, it, it's an excellent beer from Savannah River. Uh, you know, I like it well enough. Uh, I would buy it if I was there. It's got fun can art. I don't know if if I'm if I'm at Savannah, I'm spending all my money on the coffee beer. Yeah, I figured you'd they, say they would that. get all my money for their their coffee brown ale. But this is a good beer too, so I would buy one. I would buy it. Wells, um, didn't really speak to me very much, but it it, it was. Good enough to buy. Like, I'm not going to be dreaming of this tonight, but here. Which, which one's the That one. Was that this one? Just, I'm talking, my dude. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's good enough. I'll buy it. Josh. So Smash Beers are one of those things that I, <clears throat> I really wish more brew, breweries would do. I cannot talk today. Today. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I'm always mush-mouthed. It's, it's always like the first episode of Mush Mouth. That's all we need, too. I know, right? Uh, and the reason why I've always liked these style of beers is because you can't hide your flaws. You know exactly what's yeah. wrong with it or what's right with it. Plain yep. and simple. Yep. Because there's a single malt, there's a single hop. Like, when I was making my own beer, this was my favorite style of beer to make because, to me, it proved to me I either fucked this up royally or I actually did it right and this tastes like a good beer. Yeah. So this is a good beer. It tastes good, and there's there's nothing else to say about it because if you fuck this up, you fuck this up royally. If yeah. you don't, it's a beer, you and you can drink it. up, Aaron. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so, uh, I'll buy it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, up next, we have a listener submitted beer that is not Chuck. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin, for a beer from Hoots Beer in Winston Salem. This is their Gas Hopper IPA. Looking for some information here. It was made with love and magic. Um, <laughs> this is a serviceable IPA. I am not going to get crazy about it. Um, I'm not going to buy it. I'm, I'm not picking this up if I see it anywhere. It, it's fine, you know, but there's a lot of other options that are as good or better for me. So, no buy for me. Wells? I'll buy it. It was a, an improvement for me over that uh, smash attack. So this one's a little bit more easy to love. It's a little bit more punchy. Um, so, yeah, that's a, a buy for me. Now, Josh is going to give us his thoughts. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of there with Jeff. This is serviceable. Uh, if I happen to be in the Winston-Salem area and I didn't know what breweries were around and I saw this, yeah. I'd be like, yep, yeah. I know what this is. Sure. This is good. But... If it came to the market here, to me, it would get lost. This, this feels like one of those beers that I think you would have a different reaction to if like, we were at the brewery. Like you're there, oh, yeah, 100%. you have an experience, and it probably clicks for you a little differently. You know, without all of that, kind of in a sterile environment, it just doesn't, doesn't click for me. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, something just really quick as an aside I wanted to stop and think about for a second. Outside of like maybe what two breweries, anything that's in that triangle area doesn't really come here. And there's a lot of breweries in that triangle area. There sure are. And it's weird how like 
there is a completely different beer market up there than yep. there is here. It kind of blows my mind when I stop and think about it. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a real good point. Like Big Boss, I don't even see anymore. Like they used <laughs> to be here quite a bit, and now they're kind of gone. I'm, I'm not saying it was good or bad, but or it was beer. Just, you may just be blind to them. Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I, that's true. I was going to say at least in the beer shop that I was in, but like one of my favorites, Raleigh Brewing, I never see here. I don't think they've ever really gotten down here, though. You know, and I know they haven't, and I would love to. And I know technically, I guess, depends on which foothills location you want to talk about. I, I need to start doing a better job. Of course, we've only been up there the one time, but I need to start doing a better job when I go up for collegiate visits. Which the next one may be moving her out, but you know, <laughs> right. I, I need to go make sure I hit the the beer shops while I'm up there. Because so isn't there one of those beer the the what was the beer store? It's a chain beer store, but they're all independently owned. And we talked about them a couple of years. You know exactly what I'm talking about, Wells. Oh, you know what the place? But it's up. There's one of them up there, and I'm always surprised that there was never one in Charlotte. I think they know better. And it's all East Coast based. Sure, like they're all over Boston and everywhere <laughs> else. But anyways. Whole, whole another weird story. Um, yeah, cool story, bro. But again, if I was there, shut up. If I was there, I would buy this. If this made it to the market here, probably not. So next beer up. All right. Um, Chuck Beer Numero Dos. This is the Alpha Abstraction series that we've had many on the show. Chuck yes, does love to, love to send us the Alpha Abstraction to see whether or not we like it. This is the uh, 13th. Note, Alpha the 13th. Has a very uh, horror kind of theme going on here with the uh, buffalo. <laughs> yes. Um, juicy, double dry hopped with Sabro. Uh, this one's pretty good. I, I like this one all right. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would buy a couple of these. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to buy a ton of them. I don't think I could go through many cans of it. But uh, yeah, I could buy some of these. Wells? Uh, of all the hoppy beers that we've had on the show today, this is my favorite. This got my attention right away, and uh, I I could see myself running through some of those. This is a solid buy for me. Josh. All right, so uh, <clears throat> I'm about to say I think Chuck could just send pretty much any Wild Leap beer to us for the most part, and we'll be in on it. Where's Wild Leap? Marietta, I think. If I remember right. Uh, if only we had something in there that would tell us that it was LaGrange, Georgia. LaGrange. Oh, like, oh, like a oh, spreadsheet oh, that's right, or some that's sort right. of... Did you seriously set that up just for the ZZ Top joke? Yep. Okay. Uh, so anyways... <laughs> fine. Fine. Most of the, these fine. alpha attractions Wild Leaf has done have been phenomenal. I've yeah. really enjoyed them. This is another one I really yeah. like. Wild Leaf does a good job but of it, too. you kept waving that beer in front of me, and I couldn't talk anymore. Mm. It got really hard. So final beer up. <laughs> And that's what she said. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So um, one of my, my newer friends, Sarah, uh, lives in Kansas City, and we got to talking one day about beer. And I was like, Boulevard. And she's like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, Boulevard. And I'm like, my favorite's Rye on Rye. And she's like, uh, well, hold on. Let me see what they've got. And she's like, would you be interested in the maple variant? And I'm like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> yes, Stop. please. Yes. So we worked out a little trade, and I sent her some uh, Divine Barrel Cobblers. Yeah, so right. sent her some of those and some uh, Old Mac beer and got a four-pack of the Rye on Rye. Uh, whiskey barrel-aged with maple syrup, Templeton Rye barrels. Um, I really I really enjoy this beer. I was getting kind of worried. I've been meaning to get this on the show because I was just worried that it was going to change. It is smooth, 
caramel, chewy, delicious, and the maple is in there, but it's slight. It is it is measured. It is not the slap you in the face evil twin maples that we've had in the past. This is how I like maple. I'm a sucker for rye on rye. Um, I'm a big huge buy on this one. Absolutely. Wells, thirteen point two percent. Where? Ooh, I don't. I have no idea. I don't. This know. drinks like nine, mm. maybe ten. Boy, it's a it's a thing. It's a bop. That's yep. That is a bop. That is not a ditty. That's a full on bop. Mm, bop. Mm, so bop. Wells. Oh yeah, I'm buying this. Okay. No, it's like oh yeah, this is a bop. It's not a ditty. It's a bop. I'm not going to buy it. All totally right, so buy this. I have a question. For yes. You specifically. Mm-hmm. How fast? Because I know it's an adjunct. How fast does maple fade out? Like coffee and some of the other. Adjuncts that you can add to a beer. I mean, it depends on where you use it. I mean, I would typically add it to the boil, okay, and use it as a uh, like a an ABV booster. Okay, I mean that's kind of how Old Hickory does it. So, like their honey is all like all goes in hot side and and it's not post side. Yeah, it's all it's all hot side and. Um, by the time our yeast gets to it, it's gone. Okay. So you'll get like a little bit of flavor. So uh, I don't know. Well, the reason I'm asking is because this does definitely have a maple flavor to it, but mm-hmm. it's not like overwhelming like the Evil Twin shit is. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is Evil Twin doing that in post, whereas this maybe was done during boil? Uh, the Evil Twins that I can remember at least are um, like the Bliss maple syrup barrels. Okay. So that's done, I mean, during the barrel aging, right. I guess, but it's whatever is still in the wood. Yeah. I feel like that's got to be extracting extra goodies out of the barrel at that point. Yeah, it's the basically the devil's cut of maple sure. syrup. And then at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if they started out with like three fingers of maple syrup in the bottom of the barrel. Mm. Which, if you've never bought Bliss... Bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. This is not an ad. We're not I, sponsored. Nope. But I'm gonna tell you right now, that is some good times. Yeah, I have not, not yet. It's it's a it's like a total luxury item. You have to you don't want to use it in anything if, if other you than have very the small means, amounts. It's definitely very it's, choice. It's it's super fun. It is super fun. Yeah, it's it's on the list at some point. Uh, but the, the whole reason I asked that question is because the maple beers can kind of hit me in the wrong way sometimes. Yes. Because they can be way too strong. They can be way too overpowering. And I don't like maple in an overpowering abundance. This does not do that to me in any way, shape, or form. It it blends beautifully. And, man, it's rye on rye. And, yeah. you know, true story, like... I'd never heard of Templeton Rye before, and then after we had our first Rye on Rye beer, I went and bought Templeton Rye whiskey, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I, I get it. Now. I get it now. I get it. Like, yep, this this might be one of my favorite Rye whiskeys. Mm. It's a little pricey, but eh, sometimes pricey is okay. It's okay to have an expensive again. Going back to the syrup, it's okay to have an expensive bottle of something as long as you're not using it wastefully. Yeah, exactly. I'm not mixing Maybe, it with bullshit. I am yeah. drinking it straight, like. As it should be done. Not mixing with Topo Chico. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, Evan Williams and Topo Chico grapefruit actually works really, really fucking well together. Not gonna lie. Why? Because Evan Williams is a cheap whiskey and it's kind of gross. 
because you're, 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 you you're paying more for the seltzer water. Than right, yeah, I'm paying $4 for a four-pack of it, so I'm going to buy a $15 <laughs> handle of whiskey wow. instead. Yeah, that's how Josh math works. Uh, but anyways, that's a that's a big, huge buy. So, Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? All right, so the idea behind I tap that is uh, one of these beers is our favorite. It's our MVP. It's our best in show. What's the one that we like the most that if we had the um, financial means and uh, a logistical ability to acquire a keg of this for our kegerator at home, which would we most like? Um, you know, I'd love to pretend that uh, Richard Flair had a shot here. <laughs> Woo! It's, it's, it's a real good beer. Any other day, it probably would have been fine, but I stacked the deck against it. It got a, a fistful of salt in the face. It got hit with a chair and uh, buried alive by this rye on rye. Mm-mm-mm. That is... It makes me sad because that's the last one. On the flip side, I've had three others. R.I.P. little buddy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, rye on rye maple put everything else through a table. We're done here. <laughs> Josh is like, Josh, I really you, like that Josh, smash Josh, are you going to say the same thing, too? I like or? that smash beer from Chuck. I really did like the smash beer, but no, there is no comparison to that. And damn. And yeah, we might be Boulevard Homers a little bit still, but who that beer, man. Right on right. There is something magical about anything they can do to that beer. Well, and, and, you know, kind of going back to your whole thing, like I get to a point where Normally, I have a couple of odds and ends in the fridge, but I always have some form of IPA, something hoppy. And every now and then, I just get to a place where I'm just I'm just tired of it. And Rye on Rye or Rye Away to Heaven or stuff like that, just stuff that isn't aggressively hopped but also isn't overly um, carbonated, I guess. Man, there's such a nice place for that sometimes. Just yeah. to kind of reset and get back into a, a groove. But what a good what a good cap to that show. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so we are at the end, Jeff. Where are we at? Yeah, uh, hopefully you found us through uh, any one of a number of means. Uh, clearly you must have. Otherwise, I, I mean, like, I don't know that you just, like, Google search I'm lucky and, and end up here. But uh, craftbeercast.com is our website. Um, you know, maybe you've got uh, stuff you want to tell us about, something going on in your market, fun stories that you'd like to hear us talk about. We've got a, a Reddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Yep. Uh, post show uh, show ideas there. Like, just like, even if there's some random thing that you'd love to hear us ramble on about. You know, I, I got to thinking just now, Josh, there's probably a reason nobody ever does that because they don't want to hear us talk about stuff. Yeah, probably. So there's that. Uh, but meanwhile, you know, uh, hit us up on the Twitters at CBCast or uh, like Wells. Can they find you anywhere? Instagram and Twitter at all the Wells. Come look, come look at his flooded basement pictures on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Did your basement flood? Yeah. Oof. Sorry, yeah. dude. Yeah. Happens. It's... Come follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend. Just tell somebody, hey, I've been listening to these guys for X amount of years, and I don't know why, but you should listen to them, too. Word of mouth is probably more important than anything. And other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.